This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm not your host, Adam Todd Brown. I'm a robot. Adam was on vacation and didn't feel like doing this. What a lazy bitch that guy is. Anyway, let's introduce the guests. Joining us today, she's the host of the You Can Tell Me Anything podcast. Maybe you heard Adam on a recent episode talking about smoking crack like a total degenerate. Ladies and gentlemen, Teresa Lee. Also joining us, she's the co-host of the IMD Read podcast. Adam has been on that too. He didn't talk about crack, but he did smoke a ton of weed, as usual. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Kelly McInerney. And also joining us, she's a fantastic comic you should have seen on Conan recently. She also co-hosts a podcast on the Unpops Network. Can you even believe her luck? Ladies and gentlemen, Monrock. It's gonna be a great show. Hey everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, fucking nobody. I have no co-host, but I do have guests. A whole room full of guests. Teresa Lee, Hello. you're here. Hello, what's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah? How's it going? Pretty good. I, I, was, br- I brought my dog. You did. There is a rival dog in the room. <laughs> Winter is downstairs. She's not impressed whatsoever. <laughs> I just gave her a bone to occupy her. I used to have a stuffed animal. Like You know those stuffed animals when you're a kid that you bring it around everywhere that you treat as a real pet? I had a dog that I named Winter. Oh, nice. So, and now, like you're, now you're terrorizing mine <laughs> by bringing your own dog on her turf. Mon Rock knows not to do that. I did not bring my dog today. Because my dog tried to open the bag you had your dog in <laughs> last time. Like she, the raptors from Jurassic Park. So yeah. She really swung for the fences. How have you been? I am good. Yeah? Yeah. Any, anything new in your life? What's been going on? Oh, we haven't yeah. recorded in a while. Yeah, just trying to raise this baby. What? Just sprung out of nowhere. <laughs> just dropped a baby. Yeah, so I'm uh, creeping back onto the scene. That's a cool thing if you just drop a baby like Beyonce dropped lemonade. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't tell anyone you're pregnant, and then one day you're like, boom, I got a baby. That's how I did it. Yeah, oh, really? it was. So you yeah. just went in hiding and didn't tell anyone you were Well, we had now. been recording a podcast for a long time. And then one day <laughs> yeah, she... Adam found out when I was eight months pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> she shows up and is like, this baby's coming next week, so... <laughs> I guess we got to take some time off. I was like, what? Yeah. That is crazy. Well, welcome back. Thank you. It's we're excited to, to have back. you. And you were on Conan not too long ago. Yes, that's how I announced my pregnancy. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. 
We DVR'd it, and then I'd never turned it off, so now I have like 88 <laughs> episodes of Conan on my DVR. <laughs> I should go handle that. Kelly McInerney's here, too. Hey. From the I Am D Weed yeah. podcast. And from comedy. Yep. No <laughs> no babies or, or puppies for me, but Aww. comedy. Just comedy. You should get comedy a, and weed. Comedy is your baby and your puppy. <laughs> Cute. Yep. What have you been up to? You were just on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah. What we were, were talking about SNL. Oh, yeah, yeah. Burning bridges. Hmm. Well, you weren't. I love it. So. I will never be on SNL after that episode. I wasn't going to be anyway. <laughs> it's fine. So what else have you been up to? Not much. Hit a bra- you know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get really intense. I play this by myself on a synthesizer every week. Everyone in the room can attest. I don't do it when we're live streaming. It takes too much Wi-Fi bandwidth. But when we're not live streaming, I play this shit live. Right? Yeah, it's really cool how you can make it fade out live, too. Yeah, I just, it's a technique. I had to, you know, it's, you pull back as you're playing. <laughs> so uh, that was an appropriate segue to today's topic. Mm. We're talking about abuse of women online. I shouldn't have said it that jolly. <laughs> I think I was just woman online. Yeah. Pretty much. We're specifically talking about incidents happening around the world because shit is crazy online for women, if you can believe that. No uh, way. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think shit's always been crazy. Now it's just online. Y- yeah, yeah. Now there's another way. It's just, <laughs> right. Yeah. There's another way for it. Yeah, we're, we should, I mean, first talk about what's it like in the U.S. to get harassed online. I'm a dude, so mine is just like, what, if, what, what do you mean you don't like Queen? What are you, gay? It's like, that's a weird way to put it, but mm-hmm. also, no, I don't like Queen. And that's pretty much where it begins and ends for me, because I'm a guy. How about you? I mean, you guys have videos posted online, I'm sure. Yeah. Have you ever read the comments? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Underneath those videos. Yeah, I mean, especially at Cracked, it was like anytime um, it was a female uh, star or starring a woman in a sketch or a woman talking about her opinions or maybe the subject matter was more female interest, uh, the comments would just be brutal. But then we, I kind of, I think it was just like a widely known thing that we just learned like, oh, just it's going to happen. So yeah. it, it's funny that that became our norm to just be like, oh, and it's a woman, people will hate it. Uh, but great job. Like that's <laughs> just tended to be <laughs> the norm. <laughs> yeah. Comment sections are always bad. I mean, they're bad for everybody. Yeah. But especially for women. And Instagram too. Like people think it's just so easy to chat with you. They like DM you and stuff and just keep talking. And it's like, just because you saw like the, a video or whatever, we're not right. friends. <laughs> yeah. Can people, don't you don't have to like be friends with someone? No, you get like message requests. Oh, that's wanna, obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I'm, it's like the Facebook other folder. Exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. If you ever go to your Facebook other folder, it's just all men trying to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've gone to mine. It's not all men trying to sleep with me. <laughs> but there's some of that, too. Yeah. It's great. So, yeah, we're talking about, there was a study that Amnesty International did about online abuse of women and 
It uh, one of the first things it says is one quarter of women have experienced abuse of some sort online. That actually seems low to me. Yeah, yeah, it does. So I guess we're done here. <laughs> Fake fucking news. Well, what's but their um, definition? Maybe the of other abuse? three quarters yeah. of women don't don't have go internet. Online. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or they just think it's probably. Like, I think that's. Or they don't. Yeah, they, they probably think it's normal. Because yeah. what are they defining as abuse? Because like, there's definitely. Like, I mean, com- I think everyone's gotten some sort of annoying, gross comment. But is and but that's different from like stalking or someone right. or you threats. Know, shed yeah. threats or you know taking it where they know your personal information. So I think all of it's bad. But I'm curious what they're defining as abuse. It seems like they're defining almost all of that. Because when you get into the breakdown of what, uh, like there's, I have more numbers here, like 41% reported that on at least one occasion, these experiences made them feel that their physical safety was threatened. Mm. So there's, I think it kind of, they were sort of covering the entire gamut of just, and maybe they left it up to the women to decide what was abuse. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't feel scientific. Seems like you'd want to define that before you go into the study. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like the comments and stuff, it's funny to joke about with our, you know, with comedians because I think we just get it all the time that it's okay. Right. I never had it. The, the one time where it felt like, oh, it kind of crossed the line for me was after Trump got elected, I published that article about um, stop saying everything's okay. Right. And I got phone calls. I don't know how they found my number, but I got phone calls on my phone when I was my fa- with my family and then like emails and people posting like specific racial slurs and that was when i was like oh i feel like this feels different from when someone's just like hey sexy like it it felt like distinctly targeted towards uh me as opposed to just like hey uh, there's a girl i'm gonna say something and so yeah i i I mean obviously i think it'd be nice to have none of it but i definitely think maybe people there's like a there's we're already starting from such a low bar that we're just letting so much slide yeah and it's it's crazy i wrote so many articles about I called yeah, Trump Hitler talk, you, in 2015. You were one of the first people to start talking about and taking I got, him seriously. I, I, st- I didn't get any of that shit. Huh. Like, I didn't get angry. At all, really. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that has to be what it is. Like, it's just, I think people are more comfortable harassing women. Yeah. Th- Go yeah, figure. It's always hard to try to pinpoint that because it's like, you don't want it, to, you don't want to assign it directly to that, but the, then you yeah. look at case studies and you're like, oh yeah, well, you were talking about taking him seriously like you you thought that he would win way before anyone else did yeah and i didn't say it in a nice way no no you weren't like let's take him seriously as a nice person but you were like we should take this threat seriously yeah and people weren't harassing you for that that's crazy huh where is my harassment (laughs) where is my fucking mail bomb what the fuck let's give you what do i have to do adam's phone number you can call him and harass him (laughs) so yeah 23 percent experienced online abuse overall ranging from 16% in Italy to 33% in the U.S. That's another thing about this study. It only talked to women between 18 and 55 in Denmark, Italy, New Zealand, Poland, Spain, Sweden, the U.K., and the United States. Hmm. I don't know. And everywhere else, it's 100%, by the way, (laughs) just to make that clear. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what those countries all have in common. But... uh, yeah, there's things are a little more tense in especially Africa and the Middle East. Well, sure. But is that to be expected? Of is, course. What is are that, you talking about? All right, cool. I'm fine to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you do, like, especially in the Middle East, you hear things about how women are treated. And uh, I mean, it's it's just facts. Yeah, it's, it's just facts. What happens? I mean, it's, it's not the West. You can't hold them to the same standard. So 
let's talk about a few stories of things that are happening to women online. This isn't just online, at least in this first instance, but in Iraq, Instagram models are being murdered because they're Instagram models. Sure. More people should talk about that in the U.S., then maybe there'll be less of them. Uh-huh. Well, oh. yeah, that's, Get rid of those. <laughs> that's the thing that I found was interesting about reading this is um, from when you're on the other extreme when they're saying like, oh, this is the criticizing the Western lifestyle, we immediately are biased to jump in and defend and be like, yeah, let her have her rights. But then I had to take a step back and be like, well, I don't think they deserve to die. But I was like, some Instagram models are annoying. Like, yeah. I don't fully... <laughs> subs- and we murder them in the I'm US like, as well. I don't fully subscribe <laughs> to that extreme superficial lifestyle either. So I am like, yeah, I'm right there with you criticizing. Like, let's not all be so narcissistic. But she should have the freedom to do that. But I'm not like... I I just yeah it's, it's weird hard, being like yeah. depending on what side um it's coming from you automatically want to jump to be like yeah let her do that but I'm like no I kind of feel like we should not be so superficial <laughs> I mean yeah but I mean it's not it's it's not something you should get killed over like oh, I no, find a lot of all. kids <laughs> annoying too I mean it depends on the pictures no just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course it depends on the brands she's pushing and are yeah. those destructive to people one of the most recent murders tara faris 22 she was a social media star with 27 point mil, tw- jesus uh-huh. 2.7 million followers on instagram she was killed in baghdad in september was just voted one of iraq's most huh. followed social media stars how the fuck's that work how do you vote for you can't vote for the most just, followed that's just raw uh-huh. data yeah you just put that into a computer and it, it tells you the results. But uh, she was th- shot three times while at the wheel of her white convertible in the upscale Camp Sarah neighborhood in Baghdad. And there's video. Did anyone watch the video? Yeah, I won't like, no. make no. anyone watch. It scared me a little to when it said a video of the killing. I was like, oh. I can't even believe that you said that. Well, here's the Why thing. I, if it was, you can't see it anymore. Yeah, though. if it was like a graphic murder, I probably would not have sent it. But it's just, it's, it more shows how brazen the crime was. Yeah. Because she's just driving and a dude gets off a moped, runs up to her car. Lean, all you see is him leaning in oh, and then her car rolls away. You don't like see the actual shooting. And then yeah. you see him get a back on this moped and ride off i had to watch it twice and i was like i'm so confused this is a murder but then i read the rest of what you said like it's grainy footage of the man yeah and it's yeah yeah it's hard to tell if because at the end another guy runs out and at first i was like is that That, but that's the guy who was coming out to help her after she had been shot but yeah it's just really fucking bold and they're not wearing masks or anything yeah did they find the guys not yet I don't Jeez. think. Do we know if it's because I read this article and it's definitely the way the article is written skews us to believe that they are criticizing her for her Western lifestyles, which I'm sure is part of it. But I also want to point out, like, just in general, like we're talking about women and getting harassed, like, you know, even in the U.S., like beauty queens, um, you know, even like John Bonet, child pageant stars often are put in this position and it's not necessarily because they're criticizing the Western lifestyle. Like I think just her being a woman that's hot on the internet could just make her yeah. a target. Do do we know? Cause it was a little unclear, like why they were, why they were saying the motive was specifically based on her Western ideals. That's what it 
was kind of trying to get us to believe, but I didn't see any Those indication were of that. quotes from people online. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah. said she? I mean, my husband's Middle, Middle Eastern, and he said that he bets there are more Instagram-related murders in in the United States than than in the Middle East, like crazy huh. ex-boyfriends and yeah, sure, you're you like know. putting your location all the time. I mean, like Kim yeah. Kardashian yeah. got robbed, you know? She's yeah. Like, but wouldn't we hear about them? Mm. I mean, unless they're just like low level, like a couple thousand. Followers. followers just like local instagram models. i mean the article is definitely skewed to make you believe <laughs> that you know it's instagram related and you know she's making suggestions now her, if you look well, actually not, at her posts they're not even well that's the thing yeah it's not just instagram like all the deaths that they they've they're basically tying four deaths mm. Yeah. That have happened together. And this was the last one. Before that, there were two women. One of them was called Iraq's Barbie. Uh, her name was Rafif Al-Yasiri. And she was the owner of Barbie Beauty Center. Hmm. And she and another woman who also was uh, an owner of a beauty supply place, they had both been active online, you know, speaking out about women's rights and stuff. And they were found dead a week apart in their apartments under mysterious circumstances is all anyone has said. I mean, if you're a woman and you're engaging in this kind of thing, you've got to know that you are risking your life. Yeah, a woman with really? an opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I mean, it's it's a complete conflict of interest. Oh, yeah, These for sure. These are Muslim sure. countries. I mean, you got to be out of your mind. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a bold stance to take. Do you think they shouldn't do it? I just, you know, they need they they need to know what they're getting into, and I'm sure they do to a certain extent. I mean, there's well, of no course. way. Uh, Are there not areas? Because I feel like we're. I I always thought like the media was portraying like Middle East because of like trying to instill terror in us, like especially during the Bush years, like that it was like, oh, you can't do any of this. But now I'm with the internet. I'm kind of feeling like it's not like that everywhere right there's pockets of areas like you can just kind of try to be more normal yeah, it's obviously can, more yeah, strict than the u.s there are but pockets of areas that, but it's still but not, it's still it's yeah. in a, it's a it's oppressive towards i mean there's no way around it that's just the way it is it's it's the religion it's the culture it's what i find interesting about the tara ferris story is she fled to erbil in the kurdistan region of iraq and then was murdered in baghdad mm. So it's kind of the opposite of how you would expect it to work here, where if you were doing something that conservatives found unpleasant, you're probably going to be able to do it more comfortably in a big city as right. opposed to fleeing to the outskirts of the state. And it seems like that's the opposite here, but also I've never heard of Erbil. It could be just the biggest fucking city on the planet, and I have no idea. But I did find that part interesting. So there was at least somewhere that she thought it was okay to flee to in the Middle East. But why did she go back to Baghdad? That's what I'm... Flossing. Uh-huh. Just going back to... Te- she wanted to, to just... photos? Yeah, she right. wanted to go back and hang out. That's where she was born. Yeah. I, but I disagree with saying like they should just know what they're getting into because I think that we'll never really get to progress I of think course same, of yeah. course i'm just saying that it, there is a major risk associated but i'm not saying that they shouldn't do it of course you know for the only way for things to change is for i guess enough women to get killed i mean i don't know well, it does it's, feel like we're putting the responsibility yeah. on her to make that choice when it should be more on how to protect the woman and how to mm-hmm. change public opinion or move the policies towards putting the responsibility on the men or the people who are not men necessarily i mean in this case it was men but on the on her 
on her uh, accuser, or I don't know, her assaultist? What, what's the word? Her perpetrators? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it still feels like the conversations around, like, how do, how do women stay out of trouble as opposed to, like, how do we... Well, it has to come from them. It, it, yeah. You know, we can't really say anything about that. It has to come from them within their own countries. It has to, you know, the women have to stand together and try to fight against, you know. It, it's, it's uh, but, you know, most of them are afraid for their lives. So, ha- yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. She was, uh, there's also a fourth woman that I mentioned. Her name was uh, Saud Al-Ali. She was an advocate online and uh, I don't know why I put IRL (laughs) in real life for women's rights. She organized protests in Basra, not just for women's rights, but for like infrastructure and just general way of life and uh, less government corruption type stuff. And she was shot dead the same way in her car. The difference was she was at a supermarket and someone just walked up and shot her. And are drove they, off. Are they finding any of these guys? Or they're just like, whatever, another woman dead for having a voice. <laughs> well, it seems like like there was even a government official that I quoted in here. Where the fuck did it go? But it seems like it's almost a liberal conservative type of thing where there's an element that is supporting this and uh, wants this to be the way. And then there's another side that doesn't. And the really overzealous uh, conservative side is fucking killing people over it. It's not unlike what happens here. Like, we have extremist killings and things. Just usually not this. It's just uh, it's not this way. But you're saying like me, even the Iraqi media network called her a whore. So it's not right. It's not like they're um, framing it as an extremist. Like even afterwards, people there. It's more divided on whether she would whether we should feel sympathy for her. Yeah. Whereas here, if that happened, I feel like most people would feel sympathy. Oh sure, for the yeah. victim. Yeah, Iraqi media network. There was a journalist there that uh, called her a whore, and lots of comments on social media implying she deserved it for living a trivial and empty life. But what's interesting is that these these countries do have pop stars, right? So there's a I don't know. There's and you said the pictures weren't even like that no. I mean, revealing. she's just got a lot of makeup on. I guess there's. You well, know, we can some look at- mild pouting. Yeah, they're actually... Uh, but there's some tattoos, but she's relatively... Well, oh, yeah. I mean, she's got dresses on that fall below the, the knees. Yeah. Maybe it's the idea that, like, it's accessible. Like, a po- like technically, like, these Instagram stars are our version of celebrities nowadays, but the difference is, like, a traditional pop star, if y- you still feel like it's far away, so maybe it won't encourage women to... Do that, you know. So at least there's this level of like maybe it's yeah distance. to them it's a civilian. Where so. they're they're yeah, threatened by yeah. Yeah. yeah they're threatened by her. You wouldn't go like, after a pop star. She might encourage yeah. like um you know your sister to start acting like this, and that's a threat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is if people go to the New York Times. What's the name of this article? A social media star is shot dead in Baghdad. Iraqis fear a trend. Written by Megan Speckla. Sure. <laughs> There's pictures of Tara Ferris's Instagram, or there's Instagram photos from Tara Ferris. There's a link to her Instagram right there. Yeah. Where it says Instagram account. Click on that. That went to Twitter, goddamn. No, go back. Scroll down. Oh, right Right there. there. Instagram account. Thrilling for the listeners at home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like headshots and stuff. Yeah, she's actually super duper covered up in most of them, too. She's wearing wigs, a lot of. So it's not even. 
She's like, this is a very showing... tame Instagram account. Yeah. By She's pretty not much showing cleavage. All standards. But I, I, so I think in this case, it was more, you know, just uh, the, the Western stuff. I don't know. Pretty fucking what, sad. What is it about, like, g- women, you know, because I think that's the thing even in the U.S., but just, like, a woman kind of expressing herself and being in charge and, like, owning her sexuality that just makes some men angry. I think they're, they're angry about it, and they're, like, that's why they wanted to silence her. I think they feel threatened because, you mm-hmm. know, men are, like, they don't want women to think that they're just like men, you know? Yeah, they want to be in control. Exactly. Well, if you're coming from, you know, a culture and a community that you're covering your women up. Right. So mm-hmm. this woman's exposing herself. Yeah. Mean. Uh, crazy, man. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, she's also- only 22. That's what's so sad. Yeah. She's yeah. So young. And I think pretty much everyone in except uh, the Saud Alali, I think we're all really young. Uh, so now also former Miss Iraq. Iraq has fled the country. She fled to Jordan after Mm. receiving online threats from extremists. One of those threats just said, you're next, which unless that's a movie recommendation, (laughs) that's a bad fucking message to get. This is a quote from her. I was threatened with murder. My life was in danger. The killing of this many people scared me. I wasn't comfortable living anymore, living there anymore. Jeez. That is why I left Iraq and came to Jordan. She reached out to authorities about the threats, but didn't have any credible evidence of who was sending them. So they didn't do anything. And this was another quote from her. They killed many people in broad daylight. I couldn't wait to be killed and then say, oh, that was a serious threat. Yeah, that's the, that's the paradox. Even yeah. here, like, cause, I mean, I think there it seems like it's like this real thing that's actually happening. I'm sure it happens here, too. But oftentimes there's a lot of blanket threats yeah. on the, in the U.S. side. Um, and people will just send rape threats and death threats. But then you're supposed to just be like, oh, come on. That's what, just, what it's like being a woman on the Internet. But at what point do you take it seriously? Because if one person takes it that far, then it's too late. Yeah. And so that's the paradox of like, oh, don't take, oh, like, just be a chill girl. And then when it's too far, it's like, well, now it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if there's, there are people actually getting killed. Like, it's different in the U.S. when they do have, like, blanket threats, like Teresa was saying, and there's not any murders or right. that we know about. But these are people, like, we have the videos. Yeah. It's a, I mean, in this case, I it's mean, like that, journal, that journalist who got killed at the Turkish embassy, right? Yeah. I mean, these people don't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> but that, we, ha- yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, that happened to a comedian we know. She was um, getting, like, uh, like on another radio show. I won't say the name because I don't know if they want us to talk about it, but she she's, like, a oh, well-known comedian. She had, like, a Netflix special, and then the, she was asked to be on a radio show, and she left because she was uncomfortable with some of the subject matter and then for like the next month or more the show specifically targeted her and had their guests like sending rape threats to her and just being like we want to rape you with like a a train spike and then they were setting pictures of train spikes really taking it too far and they're like come on you're a comedian you can take a joke but if you're getting that every day and people are laughing and even their audience was laughing about it it's scary yeah at a certain point you're like this isn't a joke this is just harassment like what's fun the only funny part is i guess making someone feel bad i don't know like it doesn't feel yeah, like that's it's a clever insane. joke or anything you well know? they're not comedians they're not i yeah, know so, but that's the kind yeah. of thing when you say like it's a joke it's like what part of that is funny if the yeah. part that's funny is making someone feel bad i think that's just harassment mm-hmm. yeah let's talk about this is a a Completely different sort of case, but also pretty crazy. A woman was arrested on pornography charges in Uganda after nudes uploaded online without her consent. Oh, man. She was blackmailed 
over the images at first, and she refused to pay, so they uploaded the images. And then it happened again in May, and by the time it had happened in May, Uganda had passed this Anti-Pornography Act, which criminalizes the production of pornography. And I don't know why I didn't put her name in the notes, Injustice All Around. Uh, Judith Hurd, 32, she was asked for $3,000 to stop the photos from being leaked. She refused. And when they circulated again this year, she was arrested because under this anti-pornography act, just taking a picture of yourself nude is producing pornography. So at that point, it doesn't really matter who uploaded it. Did the people who uploaded it get in trouble? Of course not. (laughs) At least if they did, it's not mentioned. It was like the police. Yeah, it probably was. So, yeah, that's that's a thing that also just happened. And I don't uh, send nudes. Yeah, I see them in person. It has always struck me as a really bad idea. Like sending. I don't know. I I mean, I feel like it's always people always take the side of the celebrities as their news get leaked. It's not. I mean, nobody wants their news to get leaked. But if they do, it's like I don't people shouldn't blame the person taking the photo. Obviously, in this case, it's different because there's these laws. But I don't think I mean, I think the laws need to change in this case is what I think. I don't think it's on the person taking the news to never take news. That's just an expression of your sexuality. We don't know. Take it without your head. That's the that's what a lot of people do. I don't know. <laughs> but what if you're what if you're rocking like what if a you got a good face dope mask? You want, you want it to be there. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know. Like she might have been maybe she was downloading them to a USB first and then handing them off and like doing it all really secure. You never know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well she claims the photos came from a stolen phone or computer hmm. and that she never sent them to anyone. <laughs> what were you taking them for though? She just for uh you know, confident, self-confidence. Yeah, for could post- be. posterity. Yeah. I suppose she has a model also. Documenting, yeah. That could mm-hmm. that could explain some of the photos on her phone. I wish I had the confidence to take a nude photo of myself. I've never done you that. You get the confidence from <laughs> taking a nude photo, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it would just take me hours. Yeah. I'd be like, no, just- oh, yeah. 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 That's always the thing is you have to, you like, you set up the shoot, you, like, have to get it right, and then you send the text that's like, hey, yeah. just thinking about you. It's like, no, this took three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so I'm much work. about you all day. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the lighting right here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's not really any information, I don't think, as to, oh, here it is. Oh, she can be fined or imprisoned for up to 10 years. What? If she's found guilty, and she'll probably be found guilty. I can't imagine... The craziest thing is the under the subtext to all this is like that the woman's body is what's making these men who can't control like how they feel about it, mm-hmm. right? Because it's it's being criminalized because it's like you're forcing us to think of your body this way, and that's a crime. And so it's still putting the responsibility on the woman when it's like if these men are so weak that they can't like not masturbate to a hot girl, like I think it's the responsibility is on the man. But it's still forcing the woman to be responsible for these men who can't control their own like thoughts or actions or whatever. Yeah. And it's... Because that's the subtext. Like, why else would they care? Mm-hmm. It's that it, oh, it's yeah. making them feel a certain way. And they're like, I don't want to feel like that. So it's your fault. Either that or religion. Or they'll blame yeah. Maybe, I religion. Guess. The story we talk about at the Adam end. Adam and Eve were naked. What, what? What? Any religion. Like, in the Quran, too, right? Any, like, people back in the day, did clothes exist in, like, yeah. 0 AD, whatever? I don't know I the, the t- date of uh, the Quran. But I am certain that in the beginning of the world, in every religion, 
full clothes did not exist. We were naked, covered in hair, maybe. Yeah. Maybe leaves. Mm, sure. I don't like that. <laughs> hair and leaves. Yeah. We definitely weren't Sounds like, like crime scene evidence. Sure, we weren't wearing lipstick and butt injections, so I, I'll give you that. But but I don't know. It's just taking it too far to be like nudity. Like that's how we, God created us. If you believe in God. And some other countries are so lax with nudity. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have them in commercials and everything. <laughs> Germany. Oh uh-huh. my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've done nothing know. wrong ever. But then. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you shouldn't be harassed or raped or, you know. It's a bold stance. <laughs> I don't know. Elaborate. I don't know, but then part of me is like, I saw this woman at Whole Foods the other day, and she is checking out. She's got like a mesh top on, and it's completely see-through. You, I mean, you could even see her nipples, and she has these short. I don't even know if you can call them shorts. It was like a thong, practically almost a thong, like both of her butt cheeks were completely exposed. So I around Whole Foods and, and the, she's checking out and the cashier's like obviously got an erection. I mean, the guy's just like <laughs> looking at her and, and she's looking at him like <sighs> rolling her eyes. It's like, I mean... I don't know how. What do you? This is the opposite sex. Yeah. This is men get aroused, right? You know, but, and you're na- you're standing naked in the fruit section of Whole Foods. So like weird. I don't even want to see that. But there's a difference between like being aroused, and I think she is okay to be aroused. That's the thing. We're not criminalizing men for being aroused. That's yeah. not what the Me Too movement's yeah. about. It's about feeling like you're entitled to it just because she looks like that. And that's the, I think we, our society puts too much responsibility on the woman not to make the man aroused. Where it's like. The man can be aroused, and you can dress like that, and everybody's fine. He's allowed to have his little bow. No, but that's, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't like, fine with her. I didn't think he was doing anything to cross the line. He was just standing. I was looking at her. He was looking at her. Everyone was looking at her, and she's annoyed and indignant. It's like, come did on. Did she say anything There's, to him? No, just... but she, she. She. I think she made a comment, and. Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, she was clearly upset. She's joining us here today. Yeah. Coming in now. There's a weird middle ground where like if you dress like that, you have to at least be expect that's what's going to happen. You know, like don't get offended if somebody looks at you if you're wearing your ass cheeks out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like think it, that's the right way to say it. It's that you expect it. It doesn't mean they're entitled to anything, but like because of the way things are now, it's like, well, you expect it, it doesn't mean you're asking for anything, but but yeah, it, it would be crazy to act surprised. I think exactly. Be nice to not have it, but don't act surprised. I don't know. It's just like this whole thing about having your tits out on Instagram and then being shocked when you get like dirty comments. It's mm-hmm. just like uh, you can easily stop that by just not taking your tits out on Instagram. Well, but you I still s- get harassed even if yeah. you dress normal. That's the not thing, and that's really. What, I, I just mean, this is where I disagree because yeah. I don't. I don't think that's totally true. I do think there's a certain line, like if you're constantly posting about sex stuff, like yeah. you're probably going to get some sexual comments. But I don't think, see, I think there's a difference. This is all about the male gaze because I don't think putting your tits out means you necessarily want that attention. I think there is something like owning your sexuality and being empowered mm-hmm. that it how, would be nice I mean, to be able to, it'd be really nice to put something out where you're like, I feel hot today without and have people be like you do look hot that's okay but not to be like yeah i'm gonna fuck you or rape you like that's totally different i'm gonna rape you is a different comment than like well of yeah course. you look great like that's totally different and i think wanting that you look great is totally okay and um i don't think it should be too much to ask for to not get a i want to rape you comment 
Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not there, but it'd be nice. I'm also more tips for everyone. This is why I'm advocating <laughs> no harassment because if men harass less, we'd put more tip picks out. That's a we, great we, point. We want to feel hot, but we don't want to feel like we're going to rape. We don't want to feel unsafe, mm-hmm. but we do want to feel sexy. So if you guys harass us less, I think we'd show off more. You heard it here first. <laughs> or probably not here first. You've probably heard that a million times. They don't want to believe it. No, absolutely <laughs> you not. You guys don't want to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that dog okay? I think he's okay. Okay, puppy. How do you feel about uh, women being harassed? Wushu <laughs> <laughs> has no boundaries. <laughs> How about this woman in Ghana who was arrested for uploading Photoshop nudes of an actress? This feels a little less scandalous huh. to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's she shouldn't be doing that. Because even in the United States, people get arrested for revenge porn shit all the time. And that's essentially what this is. Apparently her boyfriend was dating this actress at one point and or at least told her that. And she was worried he was going to leave her and go back to this actress. So she put her this actress's head on other women's bodies and uploaded those pictures online, which depending on her Photoshop skills i really want to see those pictures especially if she's like really bad at photoshop and it's just super obvious this is a thing that happens in america all the time right people photoshop celebrities celebrities. yeah yeah i don't know if anyone's ever been arrested here for that it's like the i don't know does the photoshop trouble but the fappening guy went to jail right yeah but those were just phone those were just pictures stolen from phones yeah does yeah i don't know if the photoshop thing makes it less serious or not i mean obviously not to ghana well my question do you think a man would have been arrested for this i mean probably not because it's ghana and i've i've literally never i i i host in in i don't think a man has ever been arrested (laughs) 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 yeah the fact that she's a woman i like this is a nuanced one because i'm like i'm not for what she did that's you shouldn't do that and that's also like kind of girl and girl like she's jealous of a girl so she's trying to get revenge that's not a good look uh but there is, I guess, an inherent, like, are we criminalizing sexuality? I don't know. I don't think you should be doing this. Yeah, I, I think would a man have been arrested for this is a good question. Because I do, I do an international news and politics podcast that I've been doing every week. There's 100 episodes now. And there are not a lot of stories coming out of Africa about dudes being arrested <laughs> for sex crimes of any sort, but especially this kind of thing. So, yeah, who knows? And if that played a part in it, that's fucked up. But yeah, it probably did. It's yeah. also like the actress did nothing wrong, you know, and she's mad at her for what? For being an ex? Yeah. Yeah, she was just existing yeah. in the world. That's mm-hmm. a little bit of her playing into this uh, hating woman thing, too. Maybe I don't know if it's in, ingrained from the culture or anything. I mean, I, that's a stretch. I mean, people do that here all the time, and we're pretty liberal as a culture. Mm-hmm. people hate on the ex just because they feel threatened that's their own insecurity but yeah. also like growing up they I, they are you're used to hating women even yeah. as a woman yeah hating yourself sure yeah maybe feeling threatened that i'm sure the actress is out there maybe more sexual because she's an actress yeah maybe feeling like oh i can't have that so i'm gonna like ruin her i don't know it w- i went to egypt recently and i wore a dress and uh probably was risking my life but um it was the women that uh-huh. were vicious to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think women are meaner. They were mean. They were women that were just giving me dirty looks and covering their children's eyes. Oh, wow. And Damn. yeah, in Egypt. In Egypt. And in Egypt's, you know. Yeah. 
Gotta yeah, cover you... up your ass cheeks. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like my it, it, it was my arms were completely covered. Literally, it was just like my lower calves that were exposed. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's intense. What would they do if you wore a, like a bodysuit that covered everything, but like was a naked bodysuit, like oh, a like flesh like colored? Looked, oh looked yeah. Like a, you know, like it had the Adam and Eve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Abs and penis or whatever. Probably would that be illegal? I guess it is like pornography. Yeah. <laughs> Their heads would just explode. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I, uh, and then when I uh, I got uh, the, uh, I took a, I had a camel uh, ride. There were two men that were assisting me with mounting the camel and they gave me a nice feel. But you know what? Mm. I let them have it. <laughs> I was like, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's it, you know the it's just a it's repressed. The yeah. men are repressed. The women are repressed. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a great country to live in. It does. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. What were you doing in Egypt? I was uh, I was at a wedding. Oh, yeah. How's that? What's an Egyptian wedding like? Is it just like any other wedding? Well, there you know it 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 depends. Uh, the one I was at was like a destination wedding, so oh, it so wasn't annoying. You know. <laughs> So it was annoying. annoying. <laughs> so let's talk about this last story. It doesn't pertain specifically to women, but it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Tanzania has an anti-gay surveillance squad. Oh. And this is, you know, normally you hear about this and a spokesperson for that country will come out and be like, no, 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 no. It's not actually that. They're very open about this. Paul Makanda, the governor of the economic capital, capital Dar es Salaam told reporters that roundups of gay people would begin this week. So depending on when you're hearing this, uh, probably last week. And what they're doing is they've set up a surveillance squad, basically, that's going to monitor social media pages looking for evidence of homosexuality. And anyone who is found to be in a same sex relationship will be found and arrested. Uh, Homosexual acts are illegal in Tanzania. And this part is really fucking crazy. Makanda said that he knows there will be international outrage. And this is a quote. I prefer to anger those countries than to anger God. And he also warned people to remove nude pictures of themselves from their phone as they plan to crack down on pornography also. And HIV clinics have been closed after being accused of promoting homosexuality. God damn. I wonder what social media like. What's the uh, hints like? A picture of share? What like? What's what are they? What are they surveilling for? Aside from Good like shoes? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Or just like pictures of people together. I would assume <laughs> holding hands. Uh oh. Yeah, That's I wonder if it'll dad. turn into a thing like in the Philippines and their hmm. campaign against drug dealers, where you can just go to the police and be like, "Hey, he's a drug dealer. Kill him." Oh, wow. And the police will fucking kill him. Jeez. Like it's, uh, It feels like something that could happen there. Because yeah. for this to, at least some part of the population has to be on board with it. Well, I also imagine there's a lot of self-hating gay people who may get into a relation with someone and then accuse that person because they want to cover it up. Yeah. I feel like that's got to oh, be yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of homophobia comes from repressed, I don't know, attraction to men. Mm-hmm. And so... That makes me sad to think that it's sort of like this double thing. It's not just someone wanting to out gay people, but it's a guy who maybe can't come to terms with his own sexuality and then killing someone over that Mm -hmm. to hide it. 
Yeah, the HIV clinics part is especially crazy. The things we do in Africa as it pertains to HIV and AIDS and like it's it's like there's just a race to spread AIDS as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. In Africa. Whenever a conservative president has been in office, one of the things they do is reach out to all of the organizations in Africa that we give aid to for family planning and shit like that. And they're like, uh, you have to push abstinence only or you don't get any funding. So they're like condoms are just you Insane. can't even talk well, about it's them. It's like over seven, there. the birth rate's like seven point one or something. Yeah, like it's that. nuts. Children, it's and it's we actively insert ourselves. We actively <laughs> get involved <laughs> in that situation and make it worse. And then shit like this happens on top of it. And it's like it's it's really fucking out of control. And I'd like to know, like, I feel like people that have AIDS in Africa, most of them aren't even gay, you know? Because mm. I think there's so much. No, yeah. Yeah. So this is, um, defeat, like, promoting homosexuality, it's, you're ruining even straight people. Like, not to say yeah. they're better, or worse, but, like, it's you're not, I don't know. Well, another thing you see a lot is rape as a weapon in when wars and conflicts break mm. out over mm -hmm. there. And when you combine that with the fact that no one's telling anyone about condoms... It just it it makes for a whole other fucking crisis on top of everything else that's happening. What a fun episode! <gasps> wow, <laughs> this has been uh, such fun. Yeah, just talking light light topics. Yeah, <laughs> last week was about robots. Ooh, I should just do I all robots. robots. Yeah, I mean it was about robots replacing jobs in the future. But you know, oh, good one. Yeah, about the like just the jobs that deserve it. Mm. Cops, <laughs> things like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. Football players. Football players, one hundred percent. Yeah. And at robot NFL is a thing I would watch. Yeah. So, does anyone have any final thoughts before we wrap it up? I'm mm. kind of scared to release the podcast because of some of the things that I've said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're safe in America, right? Yeah, we're safe. <laughs> we're st we're all still growing, and, and we're all, we, our opinions uh, are changing, and uh, and uh, please don't persecute me for any of my opinions yeah. <laughs> but feel free to follow me on instagram oh yeah <laughs> yeah follow everyone on instagram obviously <laughs> just shut the fuck up about it yeah don't <laughs> comment don't say anything stuff. to us online about i've never anything. received about a per perverted comment about any of the cakes i've made on my instagram <laughs> 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 that's still surprising yeah. to me you have to make a dick-shaped cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then exactly. be like, what the fuck? You talk about dick? Is it? <laughs> oh, I was trying to make a... Uh, oh, I, can I plug my podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's go around the room. Are we doing that? Room. I don't Who's know. Got... Is this over? <laughs> <laughs> it's over. We uh, solved the problem. <laughs> we solved online harassment. We sure um, did. Uh, I have a podcast called You Can Tell Me Anything, and Adam's been on it. Talking about smoke and crack. Yeah, it was a really funny episode. Um, but yeah, people confess secrets to me. I don't really get a lot of harassment from that, but I do. Yeah. So I don't know. Don't c keep that up. Don't harass me. <laughs> Mon Rock, what do you have to plug? Uh, I've just done this podcast. It will be what? out in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Uh, I have a podcast too. I am D Weed. 
And you were on it too. I was on it. We saw Skyscraper. Not good. Fucking sucked. <laughs> it was the worst. The podcast was more fun than watching the movie. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a weed related podcast. Yeah, we get stoned you... and then watch a movie and then talk about the movie after. Oh, that sounds ah. fun. Yeah. yeah. It was it was fun, except for the movie, which was <laughs> awful. And it was on the day that uh Movie Pass was having that big freak out where they oh. ran out of enough money so we had to let to people pay. say movies. Yeah, we had to pay to see Skyscraper. Pretty great. Also, I'm going to be probably, well, I'm going to be in Phoenix this week, but the, you're, you're, this is going to come out after. But I'll be in New York in probably. December. See me uh, in New York shows. Uh, I'll be at the Hollywood Hotel. We're doing a live Unpops uh, slash New Year's Eve party Ooh. December 29th at the Hollywood Hotel at 9 p.m. It's free. We'll probably do drugs and drink. Maybe wow. there'll be a little dancing. And we're going to record a live podcast. So come to that. And uh, patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up $5 a month. You get at least two bonus episodes a week. Usually more than that. Oh, wow. And that's it. Let's get out of here. Kelly, say goodbye. Bye. Mon Rock, say goodbye. Goodbye. Teresa, say goodbye. Bye. Puppy, say goodbye. Woof, woof. Oh. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh.